I'm delighted to welcome today from uh, not so sunny England, the founder of the business community, Paul Green. Welcome to the show, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Elaine. Yeah, it is a bit cold and uh, damp today. And from your Christmas backdrop, um, that obviously listeners can't see this, but uh, the uh, for the audio uh, people, um, Paul's got a lovely um, snowy. It's the snow is falling as we're speaking. The snow is falling behind him, and we've got a, a Christmas hat. We've got a snowman, and uh, obviously his his contact details, which is buzzcom.co.uk. B U S cosm.co.uk so the business community talk to us about the business community Paul what is it why did you set it up well the, the business community is a membership organization we've got about 140 members and um, we actually only became the business community in February this year oh. uh, before that we were connect networking um, and the reason that we changed that um, is because there's a lot of networking groups out there and um, I didn't feel that the message of hopefully what the business community about was getting out there and what we're primarily about is collaboration and support um, and what that means and what that looks like is that hopefully I'm building a community of like-minded business owners that are happy to put out a helping hand if another business lead needs that um, uh, without starting the clock to invoice or whatever so you know we've got examples of solicitors that will give some free advice to to members other people will give you know some free social media tips etc etc and really what we're trying to do and it's, i think it's coming to its own um in the in recent months obviously with the pandemic you know a lot of businesses have suffered depending on what sector they're in um and and i think you know that the business community has rallied around and help those businesses that you know haven't found it as easy um, and sometimes all it is is just you you feel comfortable to pick up the phone have a chat with somebody an ear to bend a shoulder to cry on whatever you need um, and that, that, that's really the, the the essence of it is just trying to create that supportive small business community that are willing i guess to have like a pay it forward attitude if, if that makes sense mm, absolutely which is a really wonderful concept to, to have and the fact that um it's now starting to you know to grow legs as it were that's that, that's fantastic because when you're when you're running a business it doesn't matter what size of business is whether you're a solopreneur entrepreneur i hate that word it's, it's an awful, awful <laughs> word. um but uh, whatever preneur type person you are whether you're running you know ici or whatever the equivalent is today it's a lonely place at the top, isn't it? You know, and, and, and who do you talk to when, when, you, when you need help, when you need your shoulder to cry on, as you say? No, exactly that. You know, it's, it's the buck stops with you at the end of the day, doesn't it? If you're the owner of your business, um, it ultimately stops with you. And sometimes you've got no place to take the issues. Um, you know, sometimes you might not want to take them home to your significant other if the business isn't going that well. Um, so just to have somebody that's, uh, you know, your peer, I guess, but an independent uh, viewer of your business is just really useful to get that. And, you know, I've got lots of examples over the last few months, you know, where people have found it really beneficial just to feel they've got someone to call. And the other thing that's been quite nice as well is sort of unsolicited 
cards coming through the post or little gifts coming through the post or things like that. You know, somebody knows that someone's having a bad day or they might be self-isolating uh, and things like that. You know, I've had a number of people you know, ask me, can I have the address of so-and-so, which might break a few GDPR rules, but in terms of the intent of it, I think mm -hmm. it's, it's the right thing to do yeah. um, just so they can send a little, little present. You know, I've had a few cards myself and it's really nice just to get that unexpected boost, I guess, in the post um, as a spontaneous thing that, that, that people do you know that that's great and I'm not saying you know my, mine is the only business that does that you know of course networking groups tend to be supportive of each other but I think we're, we're just trying to take it to that next level um, um, and not not formalize it in any way because I think would make it false but just to encourage that that sort of engagement and that activity and that support brilliant fabulous concept so what led you to create the uh, the community in the first place regardless of what it's called yeah well if if we go uh, quite a few years back um uh i was born and bred in northamptonshire but most of my working career was down in the m4 corridor i lived in maidenhead um and uh, worked for companies down there before i became independent which was around about 2003 yeah. i think when i jumped off the corporate mm -hmm. um uh, ladder as it were and um uh, I basically became a business advisor. I'm praising a lot of this now. It basically just went into small businesses just to help them out. Um, and if I couldn't help them out, I'd bring in the relevant expert because no one's an expert at every single thing. Um, so I tend to be quite good at looking at strategy um, and putting business plans together. But in terms of the implementation of the sales and marketing, et cetera, et cetera, it needs experts to come in and do that. Um, so um, I came back to Northampton because the majority of my family was up here and um, realized the model I was using down in Maidenhead didn't quite work in Northamptonshire and the reason for that is I was working with about a dozen people quite closely with uh, diverse skill sets and of course when you when you're hanging off the M4 you, you're within 15 minutes of everybody pretty much and then there was a similar group of people working in the East Midlands uh, but when I came up here you know one was in Lincoln one was in Derby one was in Nottingham I think there were two in Northampton and it didn't quite consolidate itself so that's that's a long way of saying uh, what I decided to do then to sort of get to know the business community as was then was to start a networking group so it started with one group uh, people seem to like the structure and the format um, and it sort of started to grow from there um, and that's when I realized that um, you know there was something a little bit more in this and we started to add different things around it so you know it's not just a networking group now we've got free workshops we've got an ask the expert panel uh, uh, we regularly promote members on social media for younger businesses we offer a mentor um, so you know back to sort of like a shoulder to crown and ear to bend uh, if you're up to 15 months old then other more uh, senior if you like business or people that have been in business longer offer their time to sort of just, just an hour a month just to support a young and upcoming business so so we just, i've just built on that really which is why we rebranded uh, just to have it seem something a little bit more holistic rather than just you know another another bleep bleep networking group mm -hmm. so how did you become a, a business mentor how did you kind of get into your foot into the business world in the first place paul rewind yes. even further Blimey, well, I was born in 1964. No, you don't go that far. Um, so um, my background is the electronics industry. And uh, that's what I did by degree. And, I, and I'm miles away from that now. You know, I have nothing to do with designing electronics. I don't even dabble in anything like that. But, but I was lucky in terms of the companies I worked for. At the same time, uh, I got involved in a charity. 
uh, at the time it was called Youth at Risk. And uh, what they were about is working with, uh, the, you know, the sort of kids that you probably sort of see hanging out in town centres that most people avoid, um, you know, because you think they're wrong ones. Um, so this organisation would go into a community and would work with these young people. They'd put them through a programme, they'd align them with, a, with a, what they called a committed partner at the time. And that person would work with that young person um, on their defined goals. And um, I was lucky that... Um, my the companies that I work for were willing to give me time off uh, initially as holiday but then as unpaid leave to actually go and do some of these programs because they were residential and inside of that I got training on uh, uh, mentoring on coaching facilitating communication all those sorts of things because that was inbuilt into training us to work as committed partners with young people now if you can work with a 14 15 year old teenager in a coaching context then to work with a business owner um, um, is on one level sounds a bit arrogant on one level is a walk in the park um, you know you, you still got some fundamental issues um, so yes yeah, so I, I was lucky to get all that so what what happened when I came out of the corporate world I thought what can I do um, and I just thought I could leverage some of these skills that I'd picked up um, and uh, you know use them for the benefit of business people so, um, yeah, so that, that was my journey, really, was to, to have this combined uh, working, getting some training um, uh, from the, the charity. I was lucky enough to go on a, I think, I think it was a five-day workshop that they sponsored from an organisation that was called the Industrial Society at the time. I think it's now the Work Foundation. Um, and that, that was, you know, that was sort of training that would cost five figures normally to get, yet they offered places free to charities and the charity sort of put me on it at, at that time. Uh, which is an amazing experience, you know, to get some top level leadership training uh, for free. So, um, you know, so yeah, so I've been lucky. So that's really how it's led to what I'm doing today. It's been a combination of, of the, the charity and the business that's hopefully honed my skills that I, that I use today. And you still have a charitable arm um, through you. So that's, that's fantastic. You know, pay it forward, give it back or, you know, however you, you describe it. Yeah, yeah, I, th I think it's just, it's just that thing, isn't it? You know, we everybody needs support sometime. Uh, if you're new in business, you might have the money to pay for a mentor or coach. Uh, you know, my, my recommendation is is get is get find somebody, get somebody. You know, you'll you'll meet people networking. They might have people in 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 um, your business network. You know, LinkedIn, whatever. Uh, and I'm sure most people will be happy to give up a little bit of time just to be a uh, that 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 sounding board, really. Because sometimes you get you get absorbed in your own business, don't you? You know, I, yeah. I, I, you know I'm look. I, I use it as well. I, I ring up people and say, "Look, I'm stuck on this problem. Can you help me out?" Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, luckily enough, I don't get an invoice the next day because that's just it's just in the spirit of mm -hmm. things. Really. Brilliant. And also, it shows that you have transferable skills. You know, when I say you, uh, one has transferable skills. Mm -hmm. People kind of put themselves in a box, but everything. I'm I'm, I'm a few years ahead of you in the terms of age Paul <laughs> and, and, and I'm finding things that I learned 30 years ago you know I'm using today and mm. I never dreamed you know because they're in a completely different context to what I'm doing now mm. and you mentioned youth at risk um, and I smiled because I also supported youth at risk um, I was uh, a couple of different things I've done with um, youth at risk uh, years years oh god I can't remember how many years ago now um, I'd supported um, people who'd actually been uh, young people who'd got criminal records 
as mm -hmm. part of the, um, a, a programme there in, in East London. So real roughy tufty uh, young people yeah. and um, coaching them, helping them through work experience and, and all, all kinds of things. So, and as you say, if you can deal with, you know, stroppy teenagers who are already, you know, in, in a bit of a state, um, and that's where my disc behavioural profiling comes in. I can help these kids. Every single student that I've uh, profiled over the years in pupil referral units or at risk, I support um, students today in Nottingham who um, who are at risk of uh, falling off, off, off the log sort of thing. Um, and every time I do uh, support these kids, they're always they're, they're very similar to my own profile. And had I not had sports to keep me at school, um, I would never have made it through school. I used to bunk off anyway in lessons. And if I wasn't bunking off, um, we found out years later that my mum and I used to bunk off at the same place, which was the local cemetery. <laughs> because that was the only place that nobody, nobody would find us because our family was quite well known locally for, for the right reasons, not for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So if I was wandering the streets, it would be very obvious that, you know, I shouldn't be there. So, it's important to engage people, whether, whether we're, you know, adults, whether we're students, if we're not engaged, we can become disruptive. Mm -hmm. And the disruptive behaviour can cause problems. And before you know where you are, you're, you're in, you know, deep, deep, deep trouble. Mm -hmm. So and get the engagement is really, really important. And also knowing where you, where you are in, in, the, in the business. So you were saying about, engaging various different experts um, as part of the mentoring process that's so important because people people you know nobody's an island and none of us have got all the answers and none of us can be expected to be experts in everything and um, with the profiling it's very easy to see the likelihood of where somebody's expertise is going to be shining through according to their behavior pattern so um, as you know, it's something that I offer free to members, uh, disbehavioural profile, and some of them started taking it up and I'm getting some really right. excellent feedback. Yeah, um, two, two, two um, experts that have um, used other profiling tools have said that mine is the best they've ever used. Oh, excellent. I, my own system, I'm just so chuffed to bits with it. So brilliant. Um, and hence my rebrand, discplus.co.uk. So what, what would be your tips then, Paul, to... Um, to people who do find themselves alone, in isolation, trying to run a business, it's all going wrong, what should they do? Reach out. You know, don't, don't be scared. It is hard running a small business. Uh, most small businesses go through peaks and troughs, um, and, and, and so do your emotions, I guess, at the end of the day. And, and all I'll say is just, just reach out. You know, there's a, it's, great, it's a great time now to network. Um, you know, it's all online. It's low to no cost. Um, you know, so get yourself out there, first of all, because sometimes just mixing with other businesses and knowing that um, they've, they've probably got the same problems as you. As you know, in our meeting, we have a, a hot seat, not always used, but every now and again, somebody comes up with a business issue. And what I find with those is, you know, other people around the table are nodding their head. Mm -hmm. either because they're in that that situation right now or they've experienced it mm -hmm. so um uh, so, so i leave that hot seat in even though sometimes it's a tumbleweed moment because mm -hmm. um, every now and again when it happens it's really valuable for that to happen uh, so yeah I, I would say um you don't have to do it alone you also don't have to pay for expertise um you know there are organizations if you sort of like do a bit of a google search and 
put free mentor uk in you know there are organizations that will support you there's local enterprise partnerships there's sometimes business units associated with local councils uh, and things like that sometimes they have streams of funding but but if nothing else they've usually got someone that's a business advisor or a mentor they can align you with somebody and i would say do that you know just just get somebody because you, you you sometimes really can't see the wood for the trees um and, and you know I, i've had people say obvious things to me that i just think you know what why you know with my 30 40 years in in, in you know in business and i just think why didn't i think of that you know i'm not an idiot but you, you just have this this epiphany sometimes when somebody says well why didn't i mean a, a classic is is um what was it oh yeah i used to run a, a little group called a coaching circle which was uh, uh, up to four people come a little like a mini mastermind group really and i was doing it at a separate time in an evening a sort of like a separate event and one of the guys on it um said uh, why don't you do them directly after one of your buscom meetings because then chances are the people that are in it are probably mm-hmm. going to be at the meeting and also if it is directly after meeting more people might do it it's not a separate event and that that was just a you know one of those simple but effective ideas and if i thought about it, it's probably lots of those little things that people have suggested um that are obvious when you say them but unless somebody says the obvious you sometimes mm. don't see it so yeah d- you know don't be lonely um uh, don't be afraid to come out networking particularly nowadays you know you've not got to walk into a room of people um you, you're walking into a screen of people and worst case you've got a little x in the corner if you feel a little bit uncomfortable and you know people think your internet's gone down or something you know it's not like you're walking out of a physical room so uh, yeah so I, I i would say i would say do that just just reach out that there's, there's help and support available i think most small hopefully most small businesses will be happy to help other small businesses like i say without an invoice exchange of hands and um yeah just 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 do that just sort of see what's out there and, and share you know share your issues share well it's not just issues it's share your opportunities as well you know, it's sometimes useful just to burst past people, you know, ideas you've got and things you want to do and uh, what have you, just to see if they've got any experience of that. Brilliant. So for the benefit of the listeners, not everybody's going to see this on the visual, what yeah. is the um, best way to contact you, Paul? Um, and also, what are the benefits and costs to joining the business community? Okay, so uh, buzzcom.co.uk, that's B-U-S-C-O-M-M code uk uh, any social media platforms if you put hashtag buzzcom you're going to find which is b-u-s-c-o-w-m again you're going to find something coming up uh, what we do um we do a little freebie networking event on a friday afternoon uh, which is going to stay outside of membership it's just a taster for people it's just the first entry level um uh, flavor of networking quite a simple structure um otherwise the the meetings which have a bit more of a structure and don't let that put anybody off they're they're still friendly and welcoming they've just got a you know a little bit of a structure to them they're not that intense or process driven or anything uh they're six pounds at the moment in the virtual world uh people can come to up to three of them uh before they're invited to join um if they do join it's 26 pounds a month cancel any time i don't believe in time people into contracts these days i don't think people like that so if you, if you do one month of it and think it's rubbish <laughs> you just sort of drop me a little email and you know we let you go we don't want you to go but if that's that's you know not going to force you to stay uh, obviously i'll explore why and um you get a couple of free virtual meetings inside of that and you get access to some of the things that i mentioned 
earlier. So the free workshops that we do, um, the 20 minute consultations with experts. Uh, if you're younger business, you get the free mentoring. Uh, we regularly promote members on social media. We're doing some business bulletins live streaming at the moment. Uh, we're doing some spotlight on features of members. Uh, we've recently just um, introduced a, an online magazine, which you may have seen, Elaine, and that's the intention of that. It's just a, it's not just for BuzzCon people, but it's just to help people who are experts in their field uh, contribute an article without having to pay for it. A lot of publications sometimes are like advertorials and you've got to pay your 200 quid to get your article in or whatever. I don't believe in that. If you've got something to say and it's, it's good enough and meets that spec, you're in, you can advertise as well, but it's not, they're not, they're mutually exclusive. So yeah, it's, it's, it's hopeful. And we're just continuing to look at different things we can add without adding to the cost. So, you know, it's not looking to sort of see how can I increase the, the revenue each year. I'm pretty much fixed now on the 26, six pounds. There's something drastic happens. Yeah. That, that's enough for me to uh, earn a living and be profitable. Um, but I'm always looking to add value to keep to sort of add different things. And that's probably why people have stayed with me for quite a long time. Um, because things are changing you know I see some organizations that are basically doing the same thing they did five ten years ago you know nothing's really changed um, and I'm always thinking of my competitors staying ahead of the game uh, making sure that people could keep seeing value and seeing different things each year I try and introduce at least one or two things each year that are going to contribute to the to the organization as a whole and thank you for that and how do you um how do you define your area? Well, uh, I, I'm in Northamptonshire. Um, so now in the virtual world, I guess you could be anywhere and come and join in. Uh, but I think, I think people will still gravitate towards, you know, the geography they're in on the whole. So yeah, so I'm based in Northamptonshire, um, but we're looking at expanding in counties around Northamptonshire on some of the virtual meetings. We've had people from London, we've had people from Scotland, you know, we've had people come in from all over the place. So, you know, it just doesn't necessarily matter where you are in the virtual world, but of course, when we go back to physical, then it makes sense for you to be uh, local to where we are. So yeah, I'd say Northamptonshire and, uh, and surrounding counties. And it's probably worth saying when we go back to the physical world, I'll still continue the virtual meetings because what I've found is um, without those geographic constraints, some of my members are coming to meetings they wouldn't normally come to yeah so you know leicestershire based people are going to milton kings for example or daventry and vice versa and i think from that point of view what it does uh, i want to still continue that so people can still build relationships online because they're not going to you know a lot of my meetings are breakfast meetings 7 30 a.m start people aren't going to travel from Leicester to Milton Keynes for a breakfast meeting unless they really, really like traveling and getting up early. But so, you know, if we still got that virtual offering so they can still connect with those people they've met virtually, then I think that's important. Brilliant. And I'm very pleased to hear that because although when I'm in the UK, I'm in the Midlands, mm -hmm. um, as you know, I'm in Portugal most of the time. Mm -hmm. So um, it suits me very well. So fantastic. Keep up the good work. <laughs> be lovely speaking with you paul and um i'm not sure quite when this is going to go out but um happy christmas happy new year let's hope we've got a better 2021 than we've had this year although in in many ways this year has been quite a defining year and uh, inspirational for many although sad for others as well yeah i, I think you know there's always going to be casualties in something like this you know and I, I know a lot of sort of people close to me have really suffered during this this time However, you know, having said that, they're, they're still, I guess, keeping their chin up and looking forward to, to you know, what's coming. And that, that's my sense, really. My, my sense is a lot of small businesses are, are trying to maintain 
a positive outlook, even though they're, you know, if they're in hospitality or it involves, you know, like therapy where you need to meet, that's more and more difficult now. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are, are, are still adapting their business they're looking what they can do online how they can leverage this so you know i think on the whole you know people are staying positive through this and i think you've got to you've got to have that positive mindset you know whatever comes your way as a small business owner uh, and i think whilst this has been challenging you know i've got every empathy for those businesses that might not have made it through um but you know i think there'll be a lot of new businesses coming out as a result of it as people go from redundancy to what next um and hopefully that's going to be generally a pos positive thing mm, i think it's easier to 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 do for some people than others the positivity mm. and again it goes back to the behavioral style yeah um, and there are a lot more people who are really active rather than you and i are proactive mm -hmm. many people are reactive and mm. it's the reactive ones who are, are more kind of sitting on the fence or waiting for things to happen to them rather than grabbing things and, and running with them you know or, or thinking outside the box they just seem to be well they don't even realize they're in a box so yeah um, yeah it's, it's, it's for people like us to, to help them and support them i guess we're all in a box now we're in a zoom box now aren't we wherever we, <laughs> well, wherever we go <laughs> yeah good point good point <laughs> okay well onward and upward lovely to speak with you paul yeah thank and you. you have a great christmas and new year thank you cheers bye-bye